My name is Cassie Summers. Welcome to the Curious Universe podcast. Welcome, everyone. I have a very magical, very special guest today, Mr. John Ashford. Thank you for being here. Thank you, sister, for having me. I'm so excited because, um, you know, we've explored magic, the conversation of magic together for quite a while, for quite a few years. And we've even done like co-sessions together on Mm -hmm. people like being magic. Yes. And it was actually quite uh, miraculous what I said Mm -hmm. showed up. Um, and so today I would just really love to explore what you know about magic and to give those listening a sense of maybe their own magic of how they could access it or engage with it or the, some curiosity in the world. So I want to start off with the first question is um, what is magic to you? How would you describe it? What is magic? Um, Magic is like a subtle kiss on your lover's neck. Um, and then magic can also be like an erupting volcano. Magic is that smile that you see in that person's face when they finally get it, whatever they've been trying to get. Magic is when you realize that you don't have to live with fucking judgment. Yeah. On somebody else or being judged yourself by somebody else or you. Mm-hmm. Magic is everything and nothing at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's what I've come to find. Mag- magic is the thread for me that connects mm-hmm. orgasmic living for me. And it doesn't always show up within comfort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Magic is that thing that allows you to know I'm not happy in this 10 seconds, but if you give me a little time, I'll work up some magic. <laughs> That's what magic is in a nutshell for me. It's 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 that and magic also can't be defined by the word itself. That's what I'm beginning to realize. To me, there's times when I do my meditation and I get to that moment where I reach the perceived outer limits and then the outer limits move out another billion miles. And, 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 and for me, that is that magic. It's um, their magic. Sometimes magic, you think magic is participating with entities, but then you come to find out that you're that entity that you're participating with, the future or the past. And and it's it's and and so for me when I use magic, it's like when I look up at the sky. The same sky I'm looking up at in Portland is the same sky that you look at up at. 
So it's at the same place at the same time, even though we have different views of it, but it's the same sky. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of miraculous when you think about that. And that's how magic, if you are an allowance of magic, that's how it flows through everybody and through everything. It's like going to the, I just told you I got back from Mexico and there's a picture I took yesterday morning and capturing the magic of the light of the sky and the ocean and the mountains and the fog and the trees, that split second of that photo is a magic in in space and time. And I'm beginning to learn how to play with that that by just simply opening that picture up on my phone, being present with the smells, the temperature, the energy, the bugs, the sounds. And for me, when I realized that, that means that I no longer have to play small because I can go back and forth. It's, it's flexible. It's malleable. Magic is very fucking malleable. Mm-hmm. And that's how I described it like when, when you're with your lover and they kiss you on your neck and your whole body tingles. That's what magic, magic provides for you if you would allow it. <laughs> oh, I love that. That was like walking in a dream with you for a minute. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you actually said something really interesting. You said sometimes it's, um, when you, it's not found in the comfortable places. Yeah. Can you, can you talk more about that, like being a yeah, um, magic. I I I, I uh, I'm writing a book, and um, I have my I, I I was told some years ago by a dear friend teacher I call Gary Douglas that when I first met him he said there's something a book inside of you somewhere like yeah I've been trying to do this for years. Um, and on my birthday, uh, from the first time in my life, I had this, uh, person tell me that, uh, these beings are waiting for you to write this book. And we're, I was talking about money for some reason. They were like, oh my God, it's like, if you write this book and you put this book in your voice and you add your magic of your voice in this book you will be able to change the world more. Mm. And in that book, I write of stories. And some of the stories are like, one chapter is like one sentence long. And so it's going to be a book that's going to be weird like me. But what I captured in what I said about being uncomfortable I've, I'm beginning to realize that sometimes people know me like, oh, that's John Ashford. You know, I'll go to class. Oh my God, John Ashford. And sometimes I'm like, eh, okay, whatever. And I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm, I receive that. But at the same time, I don't want people to ever think that I have it together completely. I'm not complete. I'm like that book that I'm writing. It's never going to stop. Even when I write the last page, the book will continue. Yeah, And when you're in spaces that are uncomfortable, it's just offering you some space for something else to show up. And if you take the judgment off of that, I find real peace at that. 
And so what I'm beginning to realize when I wake up, like I consistently wake up in the morning and I realize sometimes being with comfort means that you sit with something because you feel realize it's a capacity that you have. And once you realize it's capacity, then you look at how it's a contribution. Mm-hmm. So when I wake up in the morning and I'm crunchy or I'm sad, I find myself like some days it's like, do I belong here? And I run some access tools that some of you guys might be out there like, who does this belong to? But when it keeps on showing up over and over again, over and over, even after I run the tools with it, the next question I ask of it is, how do you want to contribute to me? You know, there's a saying in access like, uh, uh, what's the contribution of this? What's right about this that you don't get in this 10 seconds? The more I sit with that, if you were willing to look at that points, those points of discomfort, there's a contribution screaming to contribute to you. But usually because the reality we live in is say you got to get out of discomfort and be comfortable all the fucking time. Well, the magic of that is, oh, that's what that was. So for me, and I shared with you before we came on here, I've given myself like six months with the universe to keep playing with this and really getting to the point of the magic of it, a demand of it showing up that discomfort. I'm okay with the discomfort. I'm not someone who's like, I love misery, loves company. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I'm okay with the discomfort. I have a desire to go beyond it. And I'm demanding the universe to show space and to provide that space and ease. That doesn't mean it's not going to be discomfort with it. And I'm okay with that. But if in the magic of things, I desire. So here, I'm sitting in the building right now, Baltimore County, doing an interview with you. Yeah. The magic of that is that most people in the building are going to court doing that. I don't play by the rules. So why would I start playing by the rules even in consciousness? Mm. That's the magic of it. Yeah. The magic of me bringing, being you, changing the world book to kids. I didn't wait for someone to look at the book and say, this is okay. I don't do that. I come to be different. So the magic of being with discomfort, why would I expect, how can I allow that discomfort to provide something different, but tell the universe, like really fucking tell the universe and all the magic that you be, I'm not willing to play like you like this with you anymore. I will take my ball and go home. If you don't provide another space mm. and really fucking mean it. That's magic. And that's allowing the discomfort to allow me to get to the next spot. I'm not saying it's not going to be something that's more discomfort, but I'll be able to get in and out of it by quicker. I love that. And I, you know, there's this awesome quote from Gary Douglas. <laughs> he talks about um, bodies are meant to be comfortable, but beings are meant to be expansive, not comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think a lot of people go, they're, they're looking, they're looking to make their being comfortable even before their body. 
Like yeah. I'm going to kill my body to lose weight. I don't, I don't care what it takes. I will throw up. I will take these pills. I will do right. this thing because my being's more comfortable if I'm judged because I have the right body. Right. You know? And when I heard that, it kind of shattered a little something in my world. When I s- to look at what if I stopped looking for the comfort in my being then I would look for the expansion in my being and acknowledge when I'm uncomfortable, mm-hmm. I'm expanding. Right. Yeah. My right. magic's expanding. My capacities are expanding. My future's expanding. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that speaks to kind of what you just shared with us, like this totally different possibility of being yeah. uncomfortable. It, it's, 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 you know, I've had the blessing or the experience, whatever the fuck you want to call it, of watching all three of my children being born. Mm. And to see them at 23, 27, and 30 now, and to be at the very moment where they came out of their mom's womb and noticing the the discomfort there and the discomfort points in their lives and seeing them ever expanding, it's that same analogy and they're going to have discomfort, but they have this aha moment. And when you allow people to have that, it's not always comfortable to watch either, but you're an allowance so that they can be ever expanding. Like, like I said earlier, magic is the ever expanding universe. And so such is your being. And it's not going to be comfortable all the time. But this doesn't mean that you have to sign up for it to be miserable all the time because I know other people like their whole entire fucking life is discomfort. Yeah. And that's just the opposite of what I'm describing. Or what I think that you might want to choose. I mean, there where's the where is the playfulness in that? Yeah, like are you seeking expansion into the uncomfortable? Are you seeking misery into the contraction? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That. Wow. That big time. So you said something you were talking about your book, which I'm so excited for. Um, and and it was like you said the words like bring your magic, add your magic to it. Mm-hmm. I would love to explore that with you where where we can add our magic to projects we're working on to um, all sorts of different, you know, mm-hmm. so what is that for you? Like, how would you describe that to someone if they were like, I don't know how to bring my, ma-, like, how can I bring my magic to something? How can I add my magic? Once you conceive it, it's already started in this book. I'll use this book. Yeah. I desire to be writing this book. And so the way I write a book, I started with, Hey, welcome to this craziness. I decided to write this book for my kids. Blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden I get a concept of nurturance, nurturing Mm. and letting go. So I go down and I start writing this and I'll tell a story that only I can tell because I was present with that information. And I tell it exactly like John Ashford. Mm. And I don't try to change it. That's going to be the interesting piece in the editing that it doesn't get very much editing of taking me out of it. I don't want this. The story is an introduction of magic of so that it might allow other people to bring their own magic. So it's not going to read like anything else because there's unique stories about me. I use profanity in my stories. Some of it's 
talks about sex in the stories. Some talks about the clients. Some talk about the days that I cry. Mm. But and letting go of the masculine, there's a chapter about who the fuck am I? And I talk about the first quote is from the, the band, the who, who are you? Who, who, who? Because part of that is like some days as I uh, ex ever expand, I've lost sight of who I am. But did I? Because if I'm really, really, really being honest with myself, I'm changing so much. It's it's like uh, what's the story? The story that people talk about Lucy, and I think Lucy. There's a movie that they have called Lucy, and it's kind of ironic to me because this whole story about Lucy, the first woman on planet Earth. And how the expansion of that first person to this latest character in this movie and how quick she was transitioning, how quick things were coming to her. Um, when you were really being you, you get lost in that. And you only stop getting lost in that energy when you decide that you want to fit into this reality. So the magic of you, like of this book, every time yesterday was the last day that I told Tori, I am going to go someplace else and figure out some space to go write in magical places. Whatever the fuck that does to create that magical space for you. Some people like, for example, in the access world, people talk about horses. I like horses. They cool. But horses don't do for me what dolphins do. Mm. So one of the things that I realize is being you, you might have, everybody else might be running over here with this thing here, but when you're truly being you and what I wanted this book to invite people to is a space of like, I don't care if every mother, if eight, if I don't know the number, seven billion point, 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 the last number, which makes you the only one different. Mm -hmm. is doing this over here, you decide over there. That's the magic of you. Do not sell yourself out for the other seven point, point, point blank, whatever that is, billion people. That's what this book's going to be about because that's the magic. The title of this book, I was crazy right now, it's called Writing It Down. It's called Writing It Down. Yeah. Writing it down, capturing those moments of the magic of John that hopefully will plant a seed in the magic of other people or allow them to come to the playing field of the magic of being. And that's what I'm really, really searching for. Because when I wrote the book, I was just like, it doesn't make any sense. And that's the thing about it. I was trying to get order. Mm. And I realized in the process of getting order, there was this last sister I was talking about when I was writing the book, Mariah. And I were talking about, she, I said, well, you know, well, how do I get to this? She said, John, would you be willing to be on an adventure and exploration in writing this? So every time I grab the pen, I really don't have a pen, y'all. Every time I take my magical fingers and put it on this keyboard, <laughs> I say something to my fingers about what do you want to do? Let's play on this keyboard. And I don't even stop with grammatical things. I just go beyond the grammatical things and I capture idea and what, and I put it in and I, what I wanted to do because I wanted to be able to wake up in the middle of the night if something happened. So I have it in a, a Google doc so that I can add notes to it. 
Yeah. And the notes might be right in the smack in the middle, but I give space so that I can come back to that. It captures that energy that I want. And I want to play with that energy. And I don't know what's going to happen. It's an adventure. It, I, there's a chapter that I talk about sex and food. And where people have lost. Here's the thing for you. Here's the magic. I am a guy that realized that I have to have things be orgasmic, especially with food, for me to enjoy the magic of it all. Mm. When I cook, there is an orgasmic energy that comes out in my cooking by me just standing over the pot. And the chemicals of the oils, the heat, the sugars, the vegetable. The wine, the seasoning, is mixed with the energy of magic. The secret of it all is that once it touches each person's tongue at the table, they will have a different experience that they only could desire from that meal. Is that not what sex is about? And why do people have a difficulty of talking about the two together? And the, 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 the orgasmic conscious cooking, I say stuff and I was like, I know that Derek and sometimes Gino who helps me off the show, like, oh, Johnny, Chuck, yes, I'm going there. And if people don't like it, just pass through it. I know because it's not for that other piece about what I've come to really realize is that I'm not going to be for everybody. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. That's the magic of you. Yeah. That's what real magic is. Once you realize, you know, I'm not that person's cup of tea or coffee or a glass of wine. And that's okay. Uh, I, you know, that was such a beautiful imagery. And now I'm looking at applying, like applying that to everything. Like even the book, cause you were like the spices and the oils where it's like the words, the imagery, the, the story, the energies with it, like mm -hmm. everything is curating. Yes that meal and you can yeah. curate it with magic with orgasmic energies yeah. or you can try and do it like you you're supposed to do it like this world tells you to do it and do it normal which right. is like the lacking of yeah that. that's like the eating at mcdonald's yeah <laughs> or has anybody out here who sees this have you ever made love to somebody you were like fuck i wish i had somebody else right now and if you had, you know what I'm talking about, about when you're not willing to be magical, not have magical experiences and food, sex and being you. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God, a dud. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, It made, totally made sense. Um, so I know we're kind of running out of time. I'm gonna, I, one more question for you. Yes. Um, and ex expand on it as long as you want. But... The world is an interesting, it's interesting right now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of things. Um, and I've been pondering this question myself and I would love to ask you, do you get a sense that magic can change the world? Say that again. Can magic change the world? Isn't it already? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, real talk. I mean, yeah. uh, and I'm pausing. I'm not pausing here. Just like I'm blanked. 
I'm pausing because I'm laughing with the universe. Like people don't get it. That it's changing. Yeah. You know, with everything, with the untold stories, mm. with the told stories, with the ocean, with the birds, with us. See, sometimes I'll tell the story. And this is in the book, so you guys get a preview of this. Yay! Thursday, I arrived at the ocean. And uh, for descriptive things, I say certain things from my background, the way I see things as being sometimes embodied as being human. So I'm going to probably give that the preface for that. The first day I arrived at PV, I went through customs faster than I ever. And part of it is that my body was pulling me to the ocean. The first day I got in the ocean, I was so overwhelmed of being in that I was in that spot before, the same spot, but the warmth of the water is like I got in the water and I was like, did somebody pee? <laughs> it was so warming and welcoming. It's like, I know here's the perv in me. Have you ever been someplace in the pool or something you peed and you felt that warmth in your body like, oh. Like yeah. a baby. It's yeah. almost like a baby. I know that's gross. And I was like, get over it, people. Get over it. And I kept on wading out to the water. And I got to the middle of the water. And there were eyes. So the next day, I went back to the ocean. And I went a little bit deeper. And I was with a group of people and they were snorkeling and my equipment didn't work. And I was kind of frustrated, but then I listened to the same ocean and it started to speak about, we want you to be by yourself here. Mm -hmm. so let them go down the beach and you just be with us. And I got out and it was a point in the water where it got dark and I started to pull back a little bit and the ocean pulled me out a little bit further and those same eyes showed up. Perceived eyes. Mm -hmm. The next day I go to the class and Dane says, okay, let me back up. I've had the history in Ifa of playing with spirits. Now, some of the spirits I play with, other people don't play with because they don't have any reference point to that spirit. Yeah. You can call it entity, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's just that energy. This entity has been described by the people who found this energy or labeled energy as a, an Orisha of Oshun. When I was in the water, she was demanding me to be more present. So there was an eye that I perceived and the energy that I did not know at the time that I was perceiving was iron, the storm. The eye of the storm. It didn't hit me till afterwards, till after I dissolved all of this and I realized, oh shit. The eye, if that darkness of that, that ferociousness that I could see was what I was being asked to be present with. 
just being present with it. And immediately being present with it, I started to ask questions about what can be different with it, not asking it to go away. And the next day in the class, someone mentioned about something that I perceived, but I wasn't real sure until this person put words to it about what if we could be the different energy of the hurricane. Now, hurricane was a goddess in some mythological story of clearing and bringing stuff new. Yeah. What about us embodied being that same hurricane energy about changing? Well, that's the magic that's already happening. You just have to be willing to play with that energy. At first, it showed up as how I describe as eyes, but the real deal was it's actually a presence of what happens that when you start to go back and fear shows up and you shut it off and you think, I got to get out, I'm going to drown as a shark, all this stuff. It was none of that. It was just a present. And I could not really pick that up until afterwards. Then I did something that I've done in the past with it. And was it a contribution of changing the storm or not? I'm not sure. I sense it was. And it was when I realized that I could be different with this energy instead of fearful of this energy, of this energy having dominion over me, that I could actually play with it. Mm, yeah. So the question you asked is magic happening in these crazy times? Fucking absolutely. Yeah. You, you just have to turn the dial and tune into that magic. It's there. It's always been there. Oh, I feel like I could talk to you forever. That's such a thank you so much. This was thank you, sister. Powerful, potent, beautiful. Such an invitation. Um, I adore you so much. Like I'm adore so grateful you too, for you existing. Thank you. <laughs> I'll definitely have to have you back on the show so we can sure. explore more with you. Yeah. My pleasure, sister. Thanks for listening, everyone. And if you if you want more, I know I'm going to be waiting for the book. Maybe you want to. We're going to have links so that you okay. can connect with John. And he's got all kinds of cool things going on. Um, yeah. He's got that show, Orgasmic Cooking, and so much. So please yeah. check him out. Um, come play with him and his magic. Thank you. Bye Peace for sister. now. Bye-bye. Thank you for exploring the curious universe with me. Your curiosity matters. And what if, together, we could create a greater, more curious world?